Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I am Abhinav Kaur and welcome to this edition of Mint Guru Portfolio. After trying his hand at stock investing alongside his IT job for nearly two decades, Abhishek Basumalik founded his own stock research firm IntelSense in 2019. A few months back. He also started Sri Rama Managers LLP, a semi-registered portfolio management services company with a friend. Basu Malik shared his personal investment journey from being a software engineer to an investor for the special Mint series Guru Portfolio. Let's listen in. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. We'll start at the beginning. If you can give us some background into your family, your education, your where you grew up. So born and brought up in Calcutta, uh, by education engineer, uh, started working in the year two thousand, and uh, in an in an IT company. So you know, natural progression from being an engineer to uh, getting into IT. In the first, practically the first month, a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Gautam Rege. He mm-hmm. gave me a you know book, uh, and before that, I had absolutely zero knowledge about uh, you know stock markets. Stock markets was uh, something that other people did. Uh, you just read a little bit sometimes if you got time from you know the sports pages, etc. Uh, because coming from a typical Bengali family, right? There's nobody in and around who uh, was. Involved in stocks, who were uh, people, even people who were in business, right? So everybody is either a professional, uh, you know, in the family, extended family. So no, nobody is in business and stuff like that. So no, uh, no grooming or, or no idea of the stock market at all. So uh, right after I got into uh, my first job, I, you know, a friend of mine gave me this book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki's. Which which year was it? This was two thousand. Okay. and i read that book over the evening evening night and i realized that you know it was like uh, very hard hitting for me at that time because i could realize that the only way you can really become financially independent was if you uh, sort of was either you know you were a businessman or you were a uh, investor in somebody else's business now there's no way you would become financially free if you were uh, you know sort of uh, working for a wage forever so now obviously business was out of the scene because there was no capital there's no contacts nothing uh so the easiest and the lowest entry barrier at that time was uh, getting into the stock market and this was a time when just the online brokerages were starting off right uh, so just uh, started off investing first month salary I remember, you know, we got I think ten thousand one sixty six rupees, five thousand rupees. Uh, you know, uh, from there, uh, I started with that five thousand rupees, and for and I had no idea, right? So no knowledge. So started reading everything that I could get my hands on. So started reading the Economic Times and Business Standard at that point in time, uh, Business World. Again, Business World because I think that was the cheapest uh, magazine. that was available everything else if i remember correctly was 10 rupees and that was 5 rupees something like that. 
so started reading business world so started getting uh, initially wasn't able to understand most of the jargon so you know eps you have to look up uh, the luckily what happened was again internet was coming uh, was available at work uh, and you could slowly you know get to learn so there were two sites which i followed fool and investopedia practically read everything that was there right to understand uh, uh, you know the markets uh, started learning first i think 3 4 years most of it went into learning experimenting trying lucky because capital was also very limited uh, we just putting in 2 3000 rupees 5000 rupees a month uh, then one question about the beginning yeah. uh, two questions actually so what were the uh, first stocks first stock or first stocks that you bought first uh, two stocks i bought one was hindustan lever and the second one was hindustan construction third right. stock i third and fourth stock i remember was hdfc bank and fidelite and uh, all these stocks hindustan lever i held for 10 years without any returns i practically sold uh, just before it started taking off so 10 years no returns i sold it was waiting for me to sell basically <laughs> and i sold and it then uh, started uh, doing well uh so you know all of these uh gave me that lesson right that at a good company need not be a good investment right so there are other things than just to look at uh, you know a good brand or a good company and then you just invest it doesn't work that way right and 2000 uh, was the height of it bust so it must have taken some courage to enter stock market at that point of time being and no, being see, IT honestly speaking now i was lucky because i had no knowledge right i did not know that uh, you know this was peak this is bust that i said no knowledge no money uh, only background was conviction was there that okay over a longer period of time if you are invested in businesses that will give you the highest uh, you know kind of returns and because you have nothing to lose and uh, you've read that okay this is uh, what will eventually uh, you know get you to uh, nirvana mm-hmm. is uh, you know what what carried you through in the beginning right if i had got a lot of inherited wealth and i was investing maybe i would have been a lot more circumspect but you know you think about that situation young guy 21 22 years old in whatever money you saving you're putting it into the market so that that is not a big big amount of money maybe as a percentage maybe for me at that time it was a decent amount of money but even in hindsight what would have happened if i had lost all of it nothing right so the opportunity cost was very little and the advantage was that i saw that cycle you know when i entered i remember that uh, nifty was less than 1000 sensex was less than 3000 then that journey started that okay you could see that the markets were going up stagnant going up so you could realize over a period that yeah you know you could make money uh, uh you know if you held on to good companies good businesses and slowly those kinds of things started overlapping right you know buffett I started reading Buffett again. Why Buffett? Because Buffett was the most easily accessible and available, you know, co- content that was there. You know, for our generation of investors, uh, people who are, you know, maybe in their forties, early forties, uh, early fifties, Buffett was pretty much all we had. Buffett and Peter Lynch. Now, after uh, you know, maybe ten years later, you get all of these other content, uh, you know, all, uh, other styles, etc., that came up. That time. you could only get books about buffett lynch and all that so that is what you sort of overdosed on and you sort of uh, understood what is happening 
So how did they like uh, influence your uh, strategy at that point of time, Peter Lynch and Warren Buffett? So the whole idea. So again, you have to understand the context at that time. I was working full time in an IT company, and here was Buffett's ideology that you buy a great company and you hold on to it, and you could see it compound, and they, it it sort of immediately gels with you, right? Okay, you buy a good company, you don't have to do a lot of effort. Uh, if you find two three great companies uh, in a period of uh, four or five years. I'm uh, sorry. You know, two three good companies in a period of one two years. So in a year, if you find two great companies, you invest in them. You are done. You know, you don't have to com- continuously trade in out or do whatever to make money. And uh, that worked very well at that point in time, and continues to work well. So that initial grounding of uh, uh, investment psychology, plus also I think more importantly, what Buffett and Munger has taught me is how to live a good life. I think that. is more important for me uh, a more important learning than their investment acumen because today if i look at myself after 22 years a lot of my investment strategies or style has deviated away from what profit monger has been doing but the learning of how to live a life how to treat people how to you know interact with investors and others other people that has been a core foundational uh, you know competency if i may put it that Right. Uh, any strategy that you were following at that point of time, early in your uh, investment? No, so the main strategy was basically, uh, you know, pretty much close to what Buffett used to do: buy good companies. Uh, probably the closest I would say would be a GARP kind of strategy: growth at a reasonable price. So you're looking at good companies uh, growing at a reasonable, uh, you know, rate. Right. Uh, and you're talking about next three years, how you're learning and uh, growing your skills. <clears throat> Yeah, so I think the learning still continues. Uh, that that's that's been the biggest uh, uh, benefit of you know this this kind of work that you always keep learning about different things, different industries because everything is so dynamic. Things change, and you also change over the years, right? Your thought processes, your learnings. When you reflect on what has worked for you, what is not working for you, and you incorporate that into your process. you tend to get to learn uh, you know you, you tend to slowly uh, evolve your own strategy own theories and that i think is what has happened over the years but uh, the learning still continues maybe the foundational learning you know what eps means that uh, first couple of years was you know done with but then refinement of strategies learning new things that keeps happening all the time and with it uh, serious investing start happening I think I was, you know, in terms of uh, if you keep aside the money part, I I think I was very serious from day one. Uh, money slowly, I think uh, maybe the first decade, I would say from two thousand to two thousand eight, nine, ten, that period was more of accumulation, trying to build a corpus. Two thousand ten onwards, I think uh, in terms of serious money, in terms of serious commitment uh, to, in terms of time, effort, etc., was you know went up manifold. Uh, post, I think 2000, uh, that eight nine period. And uh, how did transformation into full time investing happen? So 2015-16 onwards, I started feeling that uh, you know this is what I really enjoy. I'm spending so much time doing this. I love doing this, and uh, office and work and scheduled meetings etc. was not not very attractive uh, to me at that point in time and. Uh, 
so then i thought after a while i thought okay you know i am making more money on uh, when i am doing investing i like it much more why or not should i continue doing this it took me about a couple of years to convince uh, my my family uh, that to leave a uh, you know such a mnc giant or such a big brand name a uh, good salary then after a while i think 2019 uh, one time i just uh, felt that you know it's just dragging on too much i don't enjoy uh, just going to office so i just uh, just left and uh, then i started thinking that okay if i have now left and i'm going to do this full time i have so many interests in terms of i i love reading different subjects writing etc etc so i thought you know i need to do something where i will keep myself disciplined to 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 my craft to my skill of investing so then i thought okay let me start this uh, you know research service and things like that so i started that and i my expectation was you know let me start and as long as you know there's some people who sign up i'm okay because okay at least that will help me keep uh, being disciplined and uh, you know i had a rough target in mind okay so if i have say x number of people as subscribers i'll be happy i had more than x in the first day so i was like oh okay so now i have to really do something when, when, when did you uh, found uh, your firm it was uh, 1st of april 2019 did people take it as a joke at that point <laughs> no in fact i, I was, in fact i i was thinking that you know what is this uh, how are people signing up and and i had not Uh, put it on social media nowhere right and people were just starting putting in you know sending uh, money and things like that uh, that time even there was no integration with the payment gateway etc you know, people was just sending money through upi and uh, bank transfers and i was like wow so then it kept on growing and within pretty much the first year i had investors signing up from all continents except antarctica so i used to keep joking that you know anybody coming from antarctica you get a free uh, this thing so people started signing up and i thought okay you know this is good i am i'm not doing anything extra for them whatever i'm doing for myself i'm just formalizing it and, and putting it out for others so that went on uh, that was the main uh, motivation because to keep myself disciplined and also what i found that uh, you know for a retail investor for small investors getting honest advice is actually very difficult you know there are so many people who are out there who either you know they are not uh you know they, they don't know what they are doing most and, and that's a large part number of people then a lot of people have mal intent right because there's so much money involved i've seen you know and and we've also seen uh, in the last few years in what what has been happening with insider trading and those kinds of things. Yeah, so, so i thought that okay you know if you can give people an accessible option you know which is reasonably priced which can help them in their journey so the way i was thinking is if somebody had given me this kind of support 20 years back for me it would probably have been easier to uh, uh you know become financially independent much faster then it took me you know it took me probably 15 16 years maybe that could have been shortcut to uh, you know 10 years and for a lot of people i think uh, you know 
unfortunately in india or even worldwide right we don't teach uh we we teach people how to earn in our colleges and schools and colleges right we don't teach them what to do after you earn what will you do with your money you, nobody teaches you that i mean when i started my job my dad told me you know lic kar lo and ppf mein paisa dal and that is what i've seen conventionally you know, all my friends everybody's parents told them that you know so somebody lic was fixed and either it was ppf or nsc or something like that so you know or bank fds even today i have some friends who put all their money in bank fds right and if you try, try to tell them that boss over a period of time you are actually losing money because inflation is at 7 8% you are getting 5 5.5% it doesn't just get through to them because years you know 40 years of conditioning you cannot take it away like that so my thought was okay you know in this process if i can help even you know maybe 1000 2000 10000 families uh, then that that's a good achievement so that was that was the whole uh, you know thought process right as uh, so uh, can you take us to the schemes that you offer uh, uh, so, so basically i'll tell you what we, what i'm doing now we've just started a pms uh, i've started a pms with a friend of mine uh, so i have now two sort of uh, engagements one is intelsense.in which is the uh, retail uh, I, i mean the research services for typically the retail clients and then we have uh, sri rama managers which is our pms and the strategies or the thought process are same for both but ideally in the in the research services what we do is we have uh, we focus on multiple strategies one is obviously the long term compounding kind of stocks that's one where we have a outlook of 1 to 3 years then we have something called as hit picks so in hit picks what we focus on is more of techno fundamentals right so we use technical overlay on good fundamental stocks holding period is roughly between 2 to 6 months and the third is quant again this is something that uh, you know i and along with uh, you know some of my team uh, we are one of the uh, sort of uh, guys who have been doing this at a decent scale in india uh, probably there are not too many people who are doing quant uh, in the in the uh, main scheme of things and uh, we use quant uh, personally i've sort of evolved into Uh, using quantumental strategies even in our long term uh, investing right? so these are primarily our three buckets and i have a small case uh, specific called quiver which is a combination so it's a trend following model and where we use uh, both technofundas and quant as uh, you know input uh, uh, in, uh, input strategies so that's what we do uh, fee structure is very you know nominal uh, we have different uh, some of these services start from i think 12000 a year uh, maximum is to up to 20000 a year uh the small case that we have uh, quiver it's like 2% of uh, aum per year even the pms i think we are uh, you know very very reasonably priced i think we are one of the uh, i would say most competitively priced in the industry we have a 0.9% management fee and a 9% uh, of uh, performance fee at the end of the year and what is the aum of your pms so pms we've just started a couple of months so we're just in the gathering process so okay. uh, <clears throat> just not that the advisory side so i also work with a couple of very large uh, family offices uh, in fact a couple of them are uh, you know 
fairly large listed place so i i man i i sort of advise them on their uh, personal uh, you know wealth so overall from our research perspective i think we have uh, more than 1000 uh, crores uh, in terms of assets uh, under influence i may put assets under influence may be a new term but uh, right so it would be across small case uh, across everything across small case across our research services or right uh now coming to your personal portfolio uh how are you invested now and uh, we are talking so, about see, i've always been yeah. fully invested in general uh, you know uh because i've always i I've, i've you know been very very bullish uh, on indian markets i think india and i keep saying this to everyone that uh, if you have money it's a criminal offense not to invest in india in equities and if you don't have money you it's a bigger offense because you have to get some money and you have to invest because that is the only way out for you you know so the point uh, is that uh, i think equities in india is in a very long term uh, structural bull market we will have corrections uh, on and off in between some of them will last long you know maybe a year two years but our demography our industrial growth etc are such that we sh- we are in a uh, you know good spot for the next 10 15 20 years so i am always uh, fully invested the only time i am not invested fully you know maybe i have some cash is more tactical you know when maybe i have sold something and i am looking for something else or in the shorter term portfolios you know a stop loss has been hit and you get out or you book profit somewhere and you are waiting to get into the next one but uh, in general i am i'm i like to be uh, you know fully invested right and in percentage terms uh, when it comes to equity debt gold real estate and all so i i don't have plus. gold uh, you know real estate again i have only one house where i stay uh, it's a family house and uh, it's it's for consumption then not investment it's right? consumption it's not an investment right. so investment uh, uh, probably it's a 90 10 split 90% equities 10% is you know the money that i got from uh, my pf and graduate and all of that i took that and i put it in an fd so that i get some stable cash flow and i had a little bit more savings over the years uh you know uh, stuff that i got paid out and that i put. but i've i've never taken money out of my equity portfolio so right. so we can broadly say equity 90% and debt 10% yeah yeah 90 10 is uh, is a decent right it could be you know maybe 88 12 or 91 you know, that that right correct roughly 90 10 is what Right. and going forward i think it will uh, percentage terms if i am able to uh, do well etc the the equity will go up because debt returns will not come equity returns will come so going forward it will go up from here because i i am not intending to add to my uh, debt right so the debt is in bank empties all simple bank empties all earning 5 6% <laughs> correct Oh, in terms of uh, performance over the past years, uh, how has your equity portfolio performed in a CAGR terms? How would you put it? Last one year or last? Ah, uh... uh, you can uh, historical since so you historically started, say last. Down. So last ten years, I've been up about twenty uh, x. So that will roughly come to thirty five x, thirty five percent CAGR. Last one year has been a little bit tough. I think last one year. Uh, Broadly, we've been up between twenty to twenty-five percent. I have to exactly check. 
across my different uh, schemes and my personal portfolio i think i'll be up around uh, right now maybe 20 and uh, debt twice no clue i mean debt i had never yeah. invested i invested in 2019 and before that it was all uh, you know provident fund so 8% whatever in, was in provident fund and 2019 onwards i think i have some fds uh which are at 6 6.5% some are at 5 5.5% so roughly maybe 5.5 6% so now talking about market capitalizations how is your portfolio uh, divided so completely so i have caps. absolutely no bias towards market cap so i can buy micro caps to you know large mega caps okay uh, so uh, for example we have stocks which have a market cap of 2000 crores and we have stocks which have a market cap of 2 lakh crores so market cap is not a constraint and we could swap i could sell that 2 lakh crore and buy something which is 3000 crores tomorrow uh, depending so the only thing i look at is if the is the company good and does it have a good next 1 to 3 year horizon uh, strategy wise basically the whole idea of picking a strategy is i i have like i explained right i have multiple strategies so the whole idea is to use uh different strategies i use a lot of quant uh, nowadays so quant to look at uh, the overall market context to look at uh, which sectors are doing well and most importantly what i look for is trends so both in business growth as well as in price and i want both of them together right so that is one uh difference i would say that i have done over the last 10 12 years in my own investing previously i was not looking uh, for a price trend as much as i was looking for a business trend now i want both i want a good business and i want the uh, you know stock price to be in a good place uh, i don't want i don't want to buy a stock and then hold on to it for 2 years with it doing nothing right because i i personally now feel that there's an opportunity cost of holding Uh, a stock and uh, i don't know right i mean 2 years it does nothing i keep holding uh, that's to me nowadays a hope investment right you're hoping that something will happen uh, some at some point in time the market need to, needs to agree with you so what i look for now fundamentally is i want a good fundamentally good company and i want it uh, in a good uh, you know with a good technical chart so good price trend and a good good uh, business and growth trend and if i look at history right that is where the biggest money has been made uh, by investors as well as by myself you know you so save a bajaj finance i made made a decent amount of returns over the years uh, in the last 10 years pretty good returns in bajaj finance why because the business has been in a great uptrend and the stock price has been in a great uptrend right and there could and there are hundreds of such examples right where people have been making money where the business keeps doing well and the uh, the price uh, of the stock keeps uh, going up over you know over a period of time. how often do you churn your portfolio or uh, how often do you review your uh, stocks so depends on the strategy that i am following like i said we have multiple strategies okay. in our quant we look at it practically every day and we have uh, decision points every uh, end of the week in our long term portfolio maybe the churn is like four five stocks a year we churn uh, you know in a portfolio of between 15 to 20 stocks we'll churn maybe four five every year sometimes it may be a little bit more sometimes a little bit less uh 
in in the hitpix kind of techno funda portfolio again the churn is significant because there you are looking at a horizon of uh, you know two to six months right so if you have let's say in a in a basket of 10 stocks you build a portfolio you have 10 stocks and you are churning every say on an average three months right mm-hmm. so that's in a year four times uh, for one position and into 10 so you know 40 50 positions will anyway happen in a year in in a techno funda kind of a setup in quant it will be probably more in long term uh, uh, holdings it will be you know very minimal so depends on the strategy uh, our whole focus is on having style diversification now what i mean by style diversification is most of the time whenever you are interviewing other people you will see that everybody has their own you know individual single style so you know either a guy is a value investor or somebody is a cyclical investor or somebody is momentum somebody is doing growth now my theory or what i have observed is that all of these factors work only for some time in the market right so growth will work for some time value will work for some time momentum will work for some time and then for other periods of time that uh, that strategy will not work so what i try to do is you know through myself as well as through our quant models run different factors so that we are able to come up with multiple styles so we we run value we run uh uh growth we run momentum we run all of that and then we try to come up with a portfolio where we are incorporating a flavor of all of these so in effect what happens is you are getting a more smoother equity curve over you know a 3 year 5 year 10 year period you may not get the best returns but you will also not get the worst drawdowns because at some point in time one of those factors are going to work right right the so the time that... it doesn't work is you know when it post covid kind of scenario when everything falls you know then uh, you know nothing nothing really works unless you are shorting the market and we are not into fno so you know that's not something you do right so does it happen that uh, at some point of time uh, a single stock comes under two different types of styles or uh, yeah yeah many times it happens it happens many many times that you can have a single stock which is there in the long term portfolio also coming up in a, in your momentum portfolio that happens right so now the that what you have to do in those times is you have to mentally segregate those right so for example uh let's say you have a particular stock uh, just let me give you an example say tata power mm-hmm. as an example so tata power is you know uh, is or was there in our long term portfolio and at one point in time it also came in our momentum portfolio because it 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 was just shooting up and once right. that shoot up happens uh you are playing it separately you know consciously that you are playing it as a momentum portfolio part of momentum portfolio so when the momentum dies off you get out of that but you may not get out of uh, that stock in your long term portfolio because you have a longer term view of the sector of the company etc mm-hmm. what one strategy over the years that has worked for you and one strategy that has that didn't work for you uh i think uh, see one like i said what has not worked is basically uh stuff where you are you are pinning your hopes on uh something changing something hap- uh, so more of hope trades right hope investing 
सो लॉट ऑफ पीपल गेट इन टू दिस ये हो जाएगा ये चेंज हो रहा है दिस इज गोइंग टू हैपन दैट हैज समहाउ नॉट यू नो आई हैव नॉट बीन एबल टू डू वेल विद दोस आई हैव ऑलवेज बिलीव्ड दैट आई विल यू नो आई नीड टू फोकस ऑन व्हाट हैज व्हाट इज ऑलरेडी हैपनिंग एंड what is already happening in and what is already visible in the numbers okay mm. so that is i think uh, if if we just focus on the numbers uh, a lot of uh, challenges uh, sort of uh, you know takes care of itself a lot of people get swayed by narratives being made by you know either promoters or market makers etc but if you just focus on the numbers uh and and uh, you know that is where i think our quant models help us a lot because it takes away the the emotional content out of uh, analysis it lets you focus on uh, uh, on pure numbers and also what the way it helps us is uh, it keeps you true to the process right so anything sometimes you know you might realize that okay i have made this mistake then your whole idea is that you go back and update your model update your process whereas if you don't have a very well defined process what happens is you are you know always tending to make the same mistakes over and over again right but if you have a well defined process if you have a system then you would incorporate your learnings over the years into your system and into your process and i think that is what that has helped me tremendously over the years you know in terms of uh, updating my continuously updating my process and now having uh, written down processes written down systems and any particular strategy or stock or uh, sector uh, that you bet on that didn't work out uh no so one of the strategy you know a part of my strategy or a part of my process is if something does not work out you know you have an exit plan right so if it doesn't work out it's not that you know you are getting into something and then you are hoping that okay this will work out if it doesn't work out you know either you have a price stop or you have a time stop that okay this doesn't work out I'll, you know in the long term portfolio let's say either there is a price stop or or you say that you know i will wait for two quarters three quarters if the results don't come up i will exit there is no eternal wait uh, for hope you're not you're right. not waiting endlessly right so would you say hul is the one stock that you waited uh yeah, so in most well was when uh, you know was 20 22 years back and so the learning from hul was this right that uh, you know you you should not be waiting you should not uh, just believe on quality for its own sake and you know brand for its own sake ultimately you know the objective is to make money the objective is not to uh, hold on to marquee name stocks and then brag about it to people that cci hold hll but i don't make any money out of it the objective is to make right. money and uh, coming to your personal portfolio uh, which stocks would you identify as the pillars of your uh, wealth building so over the years i think a lot of a lot of the stocks have helped me i think supreme industries uh, bajaj finance divi's uh, lab uh, sera sanitary wear astral uh, poly mayur unicoters uh, ajanta pharma vinati uh, uh, organics arthi industries i think these have really helped me a lot over the last uh, you know 10 15 years 
ുംമൻ ഫോലോസ്ലി So yeah I mean US tech scene I I follow very closely yes. and uh, now coming back to India uh sectors that you are bullish on and sectors you are bearish on right now uh bullish on obviously I think India uh, right now engineering capital goods looks really good uh, we seeing lot of investment uh, related to railways etc you know roads railways uh, from the government side so that's one area looks looks really good pharma uh, is starting to look good again real estate uh, and real estate ancillaries if i may call them that so you know tiles and sanitary ware and plywood and all of those things uh, they look good mm-hmm. autos auto ancillaries coming out again after a slump so uh, and obviously india has always will remain a perennial uh, play for consumption because of our demography because of our uh, rising aspirations uh, consumption will uh, continue to be mm-hmm. uh, retail retail focused uh, uh, you know businesses will continue to and and bearish on uh bearish on right now i'm not saying bearish but i'm not very uh, I'm, i'm i would say i'm slightly bearish on it right now uh, it will take time for it to turn around in my opinion uh, except maybe a select companies maybe one or two three companies might do well but in general i think it uh, is going to be in a tough spot for some time uh other than it what else not too much not too bearish honestly speaking uh more uh, i think if i may put it this way that i'm bullish on the india uh specific things where consumption is internal export oriented things i am slightly more skeptical about because you know globally things are not looking as good as uh, it was say a year two years or five years back right right so now coming to some personal finance details abhishek uh, how many months of emergency fund do you provision for i don't have any emergency funds all that fd that is there mm-hmm. if it is required i'll use them but main idea is see we, again you know we have that middle class ethos right and uh, uh what is a typical emergency for a middle class family it's medical emergency pretty right, much that's right. the only thing that i can think of and we have medical insurance coverage uh 
other than that i don't see any emergency as such in terms of uh, you know what uh, what what could it could be an emergency i mean i might lose people might think that you're going to a job loss i don't have a job so you know no paycheck coming in so not much so you have both that those fds are and... what is there if it is required i'll take money uh and uh, you talked about uh, insurance so you have both life insurance and health insurance so life insurance is yeah i mean when i started off i had some i've not uh, added any uh, any more uh, and uh, medical insurance i have you know for okay. families so life is pure term or lic policies first few were lic policies that was the age of ignorance uh, didn't know any better uh, then i had a term plan uh i think right now i i don't have too much of life insurance the old ones that are there i last 10 15 years i don't think i have taken any insurance okay oh. uh, again i mean the logic of an insurance policy uh, life insurance is it should be an income replacement right right now it's for somebody who does not have a job which gives him a cash flow what is the income replacement yes my spouse works she has a government job uh, so income replacement is not required and even if uh, i die you know they will have the same kind of lifestyle so. and uh, were you able to go on a holiday in the past year yeah yeah so we are bengalis right i mean <laughs> every uh, month two months three months we'll go somewhere Okay, so I mean, after post-COVID, I think we've been uh, uh, we've gone to places where it's you know drivable in general. So not uh, not long vacations, but close by. Uh, maybe uh, I think we uh, last we went to. So I went to Bangalore a few days back, uh, but that was more for work than for vacation. Uh, we went to North Bengal some time back. We went to. मुर्शिदाबाद शांति निकेतन Uh, movies web series whatever uh, mm-hmm. but the propensity of going to a theater now has reduced i think uh, more comfortable watching on it okay uh, and the last two questions uh, first is what does wealth mean to you basically wealth means freedom of time is not nothing more than that. freedom of time you can do whatever you want at the time that you want Uh, and how do you identify yourself as an investor someone who keeps learning and evolving uh, to improve i think uh, forever exploring new things abhishek that is from my side it was pleasure talking to you same here same here that's it for today if you have any questions you can write to us at mintmoney@libmin.com if you want me to cover any specific topic dm me at @abdulkhalid twitter 
To stay updated on this podcast, follow HD Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. To listen to more such podcasts, log into hdsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.